0: I am Dr. Pulvi Chavla, Consultant Diabetologist and Director of Clinical Research at Lima Diabetes Care, Diabetes and Beyond, and Mumbai Diabetes Research Center from the City of Mumbai. Today I'm going to speak to you about a new patient, Mr. AB, a 45-year-old male recently diagnosed with type 2 diabetes when he did the complete body checkup required for his corporate job. So I'm going to talk to you about him and uh, well, upon a complete evaluation that I undertook for this patient when he consulted me, like any physician would do for a new patient, we noted that this patient had other comorbidities as well, hypertension, dyslipidemia and obesity. He was initiated with metformin and counseled well for lifestyle changes, including dietary modifications and physical activity recommendations as well. Well, a few months later, he visited again as part of his routine checkup. His laboratory workup showed the following reports HVA1C at 8.5%, EGFR of 80 mls per minute per 1.73 m2, LDL of 80 mg per DL, HDL of 38 mg per DL, triglycerides of 200 mg per DL. Uh, to just review his medication list, well, he was on metformin, 1,000 mg twice a day. Tell me certain, 80 mg once a day. Metaprolol, extended release, 100 mg per once a day, atorvastatin 20 milligrams once a day, aspirin 75 milligrams once a day. Upon examination, we found that his BMI was 31 kilogram per meter square, blood pressure of 120 by 70 millimeter mercury and heart rate of 78 beats per minute. He did confess that, Doctor, I have been trying very hard to get a regular exercise schedule and I'm succeeding only partially. As far as dietary changes go, I think I have optimized almost everything that I can given my hectic work schedule. So with this, now let's put this case in perspective. Today, we know that there is evidence that indicates early intervention and achievement of glycemic control reduces the long-term risk of microvascular and macrovascular complications in type 2 diabetes. One of the biggest landmark trials of diabetes, the UKPDS, demonstrated a legacy effect of early-intensive therapy because the difference in the cardiovascular event rate 10 years first trial was apparent, even with no difference in HbA1c levels between the intensive and the conventional therapy arms. We also know that a meta-analysis has demonstrated that early use of combination therapy significantly increases the likelihood of achieving the glycemic target of HbA1c, less than 7% as compared to metformin monotherapy alone. Well, ADA and EST guidelines clearly recommend that first-line treatment should be with a dual combination and an SGLT2 inhibitor as the first post-metformin treatment in patients with established cardiovascular disease, chronic heart failure, or chronic kidney disease especially so for patients with hva one c more than 1.5% above the goal at the time of diagnosis. This is pretty similar to the case I just described of Mr. AB. His hva one c at 8.5% and the presence of comorbidities of hypertension, dyslipidemia, as well as obesity clearly show that A combination therapy with empagliflozin and linagliptin with complementary mechanism and pleiotropic benefits may be a very suitable option for him. Well, this combination of endogliflozin and SGLT2 inhibitor and linagliptin, an established TPP4 inhibitor is not only suitable for a patient like Mr. AB, but across a range of patients, including those with established atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease or high risk or even established heart failure or chronic kidney disease due to the tolerability of the combination in addition to all the potential benefits, and I must say they are not potential benefits, but these are established benefits of empagliflozin on cardiovascular as well as renal outcomes, and no increased risk of heart failure with any other with either of the agents. According to another study, early achievement of HbA1c goal less than seven percent with empagliflozin and linagliptin could be achieved could help achieve the target of hba one c at 12 weeks as compared to monotherapy alone. hba one c decrements by empagliflozin and lumagliptin uh, combination of 25 by 5 milligrams has demonstrated up to 1.8% reduction in hba one c when the HPA1C at baseline was 8.5 or higher and at 24 weeks in metformin-treated groups. The benefits of glycemic control were maintained throughout week 52 in these metformin-treated groups, and a higher percentage of patients achieving hba one c less than 7 was reported for the combination treatment. This combination definitely offers a suitable component in strategizing to achieve target hba one c without any increased risk of hypoglycemia or weight gain, and overall improvement in not only lipid profile, but also hypertension. A reduction incidence of genital infections associated with SGLT2 inhibitors has also been reported with the addition of DPP-4 inhibitor, perhaps because of better glucose control, although other possible mechanisms remain to be investigated. So, in summary, today we do not believe in stepwise intensification. In fact, we believe and there is adequate scientific evidence to support a good dual combination or a triple combination right at the time of diagnosis to achieve good metabolic memory, great glycemic control, and maintain the tolerability in patients, who are especially very busy and have an active lifestyle. So, in summary, empagliflozin and linagliptin combination provide robust hva one c reduction with a higher uh, percentage of patients reaching the goal or target HbA1c as compared to the individual agents, with very low hypoglycemic risk and great benefits in cardiovascular, uh, in preventing cardiovascular disease and protection from the same. Thank you so much.